As far as the day is concerned, I will remind you. Ah, Karambu. Okay. I had you for a moment <laughs> and then you froze up. <laughs> oh, I don't know what happened there. Okay, there you are. There you are. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was just going to say to everyone just a reminder that we need their support in this day. Um, because it takes a lot to put these kind of events together. And we are so grateful that we've been able to do this because we really wanted to focus on individuals like yourself who are doing the good work in this world, who are creating that higher vibration for humanity. So thank you very much for joining us today. Um, I will turn it over to you now. All right. Thank you, Alicia, so much for inviting me to be part of this amazing event. This uh, is my, my name is. Sorry. Sorry, I said it, it was my pleasure. Thank you. My name is Sota Karambu Ringera, and happy Earth Day to everyone. It's my pleasure to be here. I am the founder and president of International Peace Initiatives, and we are based in Kenya, but we do amazing work around the world. I don't know whether someone is going to be um, clicking on my video presentation, or I should just talk. <laughs> um, Ayesla, should we go straight to, is the video ready to go to? Uh, are we doing the video first? Okay, she is, um, because there's been some delay, um, she lost the internet connection. So she is trying to upload herself and the video right now. So um, maybe talk a little bit about, do a little introduction as to what we're going to be seeing on your video. Uh, it's actually a PowerPoint presentation uh, that I have. And I talk about, um, what do I talk about? Let me see. I talk about <laughs> I talk about healthcare through regenerative practices because the work that I have done over the last uh, seventeen years has taught me certain things and regeneration and regeneration according to the. Uh, the academic definition one of the definitions is returning something to its original essence and um and my take on that is that regeneration is actually about igniting a fire within so i will be talking about what my work has taught me um so that is the map of kenya i come from central um kind of central uh, Kenya, Meru, and we are on the eastern part of Africa. If you look at the, the eastern coastline of Africa, it looks like a face. And Kenya is the eye of 
so I say that um, Kenya is the eye of Africa and Africa is my sanctuary where I like to do my Ubuntu through 3G Foundation. Mm -hmm. And today I'm going to talk about earth care through regenerative practices. And these are practices that I've learned um, through doing the work. I won't tell you that I sat down and did a five-year, 10-year proposal. I, I just was responding to a cry of a group of women who had lost their husbands to HIV and AIDS. And they mm. said, come help us. And I said, I don't know how to help people. How do you want to help yourselves? And they said, we, we have kids who, and we've lost our husbands. You see that piece of land that, uh, go back to that uh, slide. That yeah, um, when the women asked to the community to help with a piece of land to build a children's home because they thought they were going to die any minute, the community gave us that piece of land and it's literally just rocks. It's a rocky piece of land. And today it looks like this. Next slide. Beautiful. And then, yeah, today it looks like that. Then uh, the, the women, uh, the women that we've been working with, we, we, they were women who, after losing their husbands, their houses looked like this. Next slide, please. Their houses looked like that. Relatives were actually demolishing their houses so that the women, this is a widow, and her children could leave. With, through our work, they've become business people. Mm. Um, and it's through regenerative practices that I talk about, uh, that I'll talk about this. Now, look at that child. We got, we got kids who had lost their parents. They had no one to take care of them because of HIV and AIDS. And so when they've come to stay with us, they have gone to school until they have graduated, like this gentleman standing in front of us. We got a piece of land to grow food for the children's home. It was a monocropped piece of land that couldn't um, we couldn't grow anything else, and through rege uh, regenerative practices, it is a food forest today. So this is what I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to be talking about um, creating space, um, rejuvenating, regenerating Mother Earth uh, through these practices. The context through which we have learned to do the things that we do today are based on what I call, uh, um, please slow down on the slides, please go back to slides. Go back to slides, please. Next, back to slides, the please. One, one before that one? Yes, please. Okay. So the systems through which we have done, we, we have, learned certain things that are not enabling, that are not helping Mother Earth are through the current systems that we have that have made human beings think that they're experts. You know, it's like they know the Earth better than the mm -hmm. Earth knows itself. So the mm -hmm. solutions that we've created have been prescriptive and we speak for everybody, vulnerable people, marginalized people, we speak for the Earth as if Mother Earth doesn't know who, who she is. And through the 
the videos that we have watched during uh, this presentation, Mother Earth says, I am not a resource for you. I, you are of, we are of nature, you know? Yeah. We are of nature. We, we don't own Mother Earth, you know? And so we make everything a victim. Uh, orphans, uh, uh, terminally ill people, we make them victims of this and the other. Mother Earth, the, the essence that holds us, we've made a victim of our own failings. And so we speak for her. We have silenced her. And we think Mother Earth is helpless and hopeless, just like the way we make people helpless and hopeless through our interventions as human beings. Okay, next, next one. And so what the work has taught me is that when I'm working with a group of people or with children, I have to think in systems, not linearly like the current systems have taught us. And so when I'm looking at supporting a child, I look at, or look, uh, when I look at working with the earth, I look at all the contextual elements that impact that, as that element. So like if it is land, like I'm teaching my kids how to grow seeds, we have to look at the soil, its health, the seeds, the water, the animals, how we are going to add manure, and all these elements have to be thought of. And this is what I call regeneration because when you address things through a systems thinking lens and address things within their rightful context, then you can never go wrong. Next slide, please. So what we did then is that uh, taking the women living with HIV and AIDS, taking the kids uh, who are orphans and the land that we were given that was a piece of wasteland, I, I, I learned that human beings have created all these wastelands, whether they are human, environmental or whatever. And our work is about reclaiming these spaces. And to reclaim takes being responsible and being accountable creating awareness, understanding, embodying, and owning. So we need to own our circumstances. We need to own that we human beings have gone wrong. Like, um, like an earlier speaker uh, spoke about the covenants and how we've broken uh, from the covenants that we as human beings um, made a long time ago to take care of Mother Earth. And I also want to mention that if you see how people treat women in a community, that is how they treat Mother Earth. If you see how people treat Mother Earth in a community, that is how they treat women and children in their communities. So uh, reclaim, um, taking responsibility is an important um, aspect of our calling in healing and regenerating Mother Earth. Empower the E stands for empoweredness because empowerment is what someone does for you. Empoweredness is about taking ownership, taking responsibility, and choosing to enhance Mother Earth because she's a gift to us. The C stands for the courage to actually step into that regenerative, uh, regenerative space when everybody else is thinking that you're crazy because you're not doing things the way everybody else is doing it. Mm -hmm. The L stands for love and light. Each one of us is born with love and light. Mother Earth is love mm -hmm. and light. And we need to harness that for ourselves so that we can be that for everyone else around us, but more importantly for Mother Earth. 
we also need to dance with life. Adjustiveness is dancing with life because normally what, what, what we talk about is we want to adapt to an environment. Adjustiveness is not just about adapting and aping and copying. It's about dancing with every element that comes with an open heart and an open mind and the fluidity, the freeness of, of a dance, that energy, that spirit, that's how we should be treading this earth. Intuition is that which we bring from the divine wisdom to enhance our thoughts so that we can, we can regenerate every space that we step in. And mindfulness is about being present to the gifts that we've been given by Mother Earth and choosing every day to be present to doing the right thing for Mother Earth. Next slide, please. So using the tenets of Reclaim, we've created something that we call the regenerative or regen framework, which is based on Ubuntu. Ubuntu is an African philosophy that says, I am because we are, and because we are, I am. However, I also talk about what informs that Ubuntu, um, Ubuntu um, mindset and heart set. It, we call it Utu. Utu is the beingness that informs uh, our Ubuntu, our being Ubuntu. Next slide, please. And so what it looks like, it's a conversation that I have with myself. It's a conversation that I have with myself. When I am walking the earth, you know, when I'm walking my land, the conversation that I have with myself is, who am I? Who am I that I'm here on this earth? And what am I doing? What's my purpose? Mm -hmm. And it's not who am I from the namings and markings of my family, my friends, the systems within which I live, religion, education, and all that stuff. Who I am is based on the essence that brought me to this earth, the purpose that brought me here. Karambu doesn't have a life that she lives. Life as a life as a life, life has a life that calls Karambu to live. So true. So true. I don't have a life. Life, life is, yeah, there's something that I've come to do here for life. So when I know who I am, I'm cultivating that divine essence of my purpose for being here. And when I know who I am, then I have to understand what stops me from being that amazing, um, you know, the amazing creation that I was made to be. For example, I, I say I am love and light. If you ask me who I am, I don't tell you I have a PhD, I am a mother of 2,000 kids, I have this and the other. When you ask me, Karambu, who are you? I say I am love and light. And whether I'm being a mother, whether I'm being a professor, whether I'm being a farmer, whoever I am is fundamentally premised on I am love and light. And that is who shows up wherever I go. And you and know so this because you have taken the time to spend with yourself and connect to the nature, connect to mother and listen. We need to take that time to listen. That is how we know who we are and our purpose in this world. Exactly. Yeah. But how will we know who we are if we don't even know how we've been conditioned by the systems mm -hmm. within which we live? And these systems are like religion, like capitalism, like um, uh, the traditions or culture that people talk about. This education, these systems have shaped us in certain ways. And until I know how they have shaped me, I will not complete the journey of knowing who I am. Mm -hmm. So that I, I am like 
I will understand, okay, I am, I, I am racist because I don't like some people for whatever reason, but I must own that, mm -hmm. you know? So, and when I own my shadow and my ego, then I'm able to see it for what it is and I am able to work with it because my shadow is not who I am. Essentially, who I am is that which enables life mm -hmm. to be. And so when I know who I am and what stops me, then I create a new story. I can't live in the whole story framework that I was in. And when I create my own, my new story, then I have to figure out who are my allies, who am I going to do this dance with? And when I, I, we figure out the dance we are doing, then we create interventions and actions that build, build spaces and people and places. And then when we have done a project and have completed it, for example, then there's reflection. What do I need to unlearn? What do I need to relearn? What have I learned? Who am I becoming? And I call this the cycle or the spiral of regeneration. Always asking myself these questions so that in every situation I'm reclaiming. Remember the reclaim and, and the elements that inform reclaim. And through this knowing, we've been able to work with the women and the children and have created spaces that are so amazing. Next, next slide, please. And when you're then aware or awake within regeneration, you understand that certain ways, markings and namings have limited us. So we need to redefine terms that we are using. For example, because I'm a woman, if you, if in a patriarchal society, if you come and tell me that there are certain things I can't do because I'm a woman, I will be like, I don't think so. Terms that, for example, when you read in the media, uh, we, here, when they're reporting, for example, issues of rape, because those are problems here, they will say that a child was raped. And I say, why don't they say a man raped a child? Because that totally changes the dynamics of just saying a child was raped. By what? By who? But when you say a man did that, the culprit of that is, is marked. But now we, we blame victims. Our in, Imagine like even when we want to train women in, in things like peace building and um, economic independence, it is because, because they are disadvantaged within the systems. Why don't we work with the people who are perpetrators of these systems that have created this inequity. So redefine terms and these stereotype myths. Myths that say these people are like this, this gender is like this, and things like that. And then carry a positive mindset because our world today is premised on the element of fear and lack and victims. A positive mind enables me to see my child not as an orphan, but as a complete human being child who needs love and support, not because of their circumstances, but because it's the right thing to do. So a holistic approach based on regeneration is based on love, not fear. An authentic heart set. I talked about Ubuntu and Utu. Ubuntu is how we do things. Utu is what informs that doing, that being. And so we, we, we have this uh, linear, linear way of being that, oh, I am either this or the other. 
an authentic headset is one that is neither here nor there, but is whole love. Because all there is is unconditional love on this earth, by the way. An authentic heart looks at people from that place of love. And it, I don't work for myself. I work because I'm called to serve a cause bigger than myself. Yes. It is service above self. And we work with others as co-creators. We don't just collaborate. Yes. We co-create together. Yes. Give me an opportunity to stand shoulder to shoulder with you and together, like Alicia's project in Haiti that she just described, you enable the people to stand shoulder to shoulder with you and together you create amazing, amazing spaces together. And for me, that is regeneration, igniting a fire within someone so that when you leave, they will be able to solve all their problems from the learning that they got from the regenerative dance that you did together. Next slide, please. Next slide, please. Next slide, please. I, I won't be able to go through that, but I will talk about uh, embodied regeneration. In the end, what my work has taught me is that this life is all about us. When we mess up somewhere, it messes with everybody. When mm -hmm. I harm someone, it harms the whole universe. So we are, we are connected, we're interconnected, we're interdependent. So the work is to include everyone because this is about all of us. We are fully human in community because we are so interconnected and we're interdependent. That is why I am because you are. We are never alone. Loneliness is what causes a lot of depression. Don't let anyone lie to you and tell you you're alone because even if I am not with people, I know I am with an essence that is bigger than myself that lives within me and so i can never be alone i am known and i know something and yet i don't know a lot of things and that's okay not to know everything but i know i am known that anchors me that grounds me because i know i am i'm not here by accident i respond to life not react to life we react from the conditioning of the systems. We respond from the love and conditional love that is within each one of us. So I respond to life, not react to it. There's only love, no fear. And death, the ending of something is not a problem. What is a problem is the inability to let go because the tragedy is not in death. It is in what is dead within us because we don't want to let go. We don't want to have open hearts and open minds to let the divine wisdom that is within all of us to present itself to us and to guide us in what we need to do in this work on Mother Earth. And when we hold space with this knowing, then we heal not only ourselves, but we also heal Mother Earth, the trees, the animals, and everything that inhabits this, uh, this beautiful Mother Earth. Next slide, please. And I know I have two minutes now. And so I'm, I'll end with this one thing that the work has taught me. Regenerative systems build community. They don't scale up, they ripple out. This approach builds teams. We co-create, remember? 
it's based on love so there are no problems only opportunities calling to be invited in new possibilities calling to be invited in we've misnamed and called problems <laughs> regeneration is a process that takes perseverance patience presence and proaction when we work in this way we get out of the way so that the people that we are working with can step into their power. For the tragedy of a person is when they don't know who they are because we've blocked their knowing of who they are because we want to victimize them so that we can do things for them. No one needs help. No one is helpless. No one is hopeless, except for the systems that we have created that stop people from step, uh, stepping into their highest self and expect to be surprised that is don't hold on to things like this free them let them be thank you it was all i could do to not get interject constantly because you you have struck that core in me you know of recognizing that interconnectedness and we don't have sustainability unless we address the regenerative work that needs to happen here um, and uh, thank you for talking about reclaim. I will I will break that down moving forward. I will have that in my mind, uh, Karambo, and uh, and Utu also that meaning. Um, we did get a question from Tamar Kantav about how long did it take you to go from the land that you were you were able to work with um, and the condition it was in to have it go to that place of being a food forest and, and really thriving? How long did it take for that to happen? Five, five years. Okay. It, mm -hmm. it took yes. five years. And of course, for some fruit trees, it took like... <clears throat> oh no. You are frozen in time, my dear. Yes, but it really, when I look at it, it, so we are we are getting hit with tech issues again, and we we've lost your uh, well, you're frozen. I'll just leave it at yes. Um, okay. Hear me? Can you? You keep coming in and out. You keep coming in and out. Um, so since you are frozen again, I'm going to say to folks, um, if you want to learn more about Dr. Karambaringira's work, please contact her. You have the link here below. She is also the founder of the International Peace Initiative. International Peace Initiative. Um, both of these organizations you can reach her at. I would highly, highly recommend going to um, find out more about their work and find out how you can support them. Because like any other nonprofit or smaller organization that is trying to do the good work, the necessary work in this world, you know, she talked about, I will paraphrase, when we discuss whatever I do for another, I do for myself. We also talk about whatever I do to another, I do to myself. And Karambo spoke so well about that, you know, 
we victimize people along the way, and that is not necessary. Okay, we've got you back. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. I don't know how much of that you heard, but what I was suggesting to people is that they they contact you between the foundation here. You're also with uh, the founder of the International Peace Initiative. And um, so I said, please go to both of these organizations, go to the both of these sites, see more of the work that's being done by you and how people can help, how we can support the work mm -hmm. that you are doing. So. Yeah, that's beautiful, yeah. Um, when Corona settles, you can come and visit uh, and do some work with the kids um our regenerative activities here like permaculture construction of greenhouses and um, i'm already going to contact the hemp building people to see whether it grew it can grow in kenya um you can support a child uh you can support a girl get a kit for sanitary pads and there are so many things you can do just go to the website international peace initiatives or 3g foundation and you'll find you find more information there, or you can email me at that email that is on the screen. Karabu, thank you. Thank you so very much for joining us today. This was a treat. Thank you for inviting me. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Um, I believe we're going to go straight now to um, another video by Oak. Cheva, uh, Cesar. Yes, Ayesla is writing, this was amazing. Yes, it was amazing. And there's more amazingness coming. Um, so if we are ready to go to the video, we will do that at this point. It's called The Source. Well, we are not Hi. ready. Hi, we, we are actually ready. Um, oh. But um, we're hopping into another Facebook Live because they like to make things challenging. So we're gonna end this broadcast and start another one. Okay. And that's just because Facebook likes for you guys to have some fun with your tech. So please don't leave us because we've got 10 more hours of content. All right, so does this mean we we have to go back in, we have to hit the link again, or do we get to stay right here and it's just on your end? You have to go into it. I sent you a link that you should click um, and everybody else, I don't know what's going to happen for you. This is the unknown. So, so yeah. you, what's, I, I recommend that you stay tuned, stay connected. Oak's uh, poem is beautiful, and um, that's my that's my advice for you on this Earth Day. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Okay.